listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenilee Samuel. Hey guys, it's Jen back here with Java with Jen and I actually have two wonderful guests with me today, Miss Robin Myers and Miss Danielle Pickard. <laughs> And we are doing this episode called Hashtag Mom Fails because I think every mom that I know feels like she's not quite cutting the mustard, and yet every mom that I know is actually slaying at what she does. And so we wanted to share some of these funny stories that came from many of you guys, many of the listeners, as well as our own stories to help encourage you that you are doing way better than you think and you're in good company because we all screw up all the time, but... We're going to have good kids. So, anyway, so we collected some stories. So, say hello, ladies. Hey, guys. It's Danielle. Hi, guys. It's Robin. And these girls were so sweet. I just texted them out of the blue, like, months ago, and then COVID happened, so we had to reschedule, right? (laughs) Anyways, these girls are funny, and they're my friends, and so I was like, hey, what better than that? So, I have some stories. Do you guys have any personal stories that you thought of already? You had one today, Danielle, right? Oh, yes. I text the husband, and I said, um, I need you to go check under our oldest's um, pillow to see if his tooth is there from two days ago. (laughs) Um, But to be fair, he has not slept in his bed for the last two nights. Um, So I think the tooth fairy gets a a little bit of a... A slack cut there. Yeah, um, totally. So we'll see if he recognizes dad's handwriting on the note. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. My kids have left notes for me when I go to bed. Hey, mom, don't forget about my tooth. Because, A, they know I'm the tooth fairy. And they know I suck at being the tooth fairy. I should really hire somebody to do that for me. I always try to write it in different handwriting so that it doesn't look like smart. it was me. I use my right hand. Oh, you're Santa, left-handed. I'm left-handed. Uh, um, and so my kids, we don't believe in the elf and Santa in the way that, like, he's our source of gifts and everything. Right. But... It's something fun for my kids to do. They mm-hmm. love to figure out, you know, what kind of mischief the elf is in, you know, and everything. And so sometimes he'll write notes. And I have to use my right hand because they know my handwriting. Oh, right. Of course. And now That's my, a good idea. my oldest is starting to kind of pick up on uh, it. So. But, but if you don't believe, you don't. Get a that's, visit. That's so. what I told them. And they're like, hey, more presents, more money. So. Okay, want to tell how you handled that when your son said he didn't believe in the tooth fairy? Yeah. Well, he said that he didn't believe in the tooth fairy. And then it kind of worked out because it was a mom fell moment, too. Because he said he didn't believe. And I was kind of going to still do it. But then I fell asleep and forgot to put the money under the bed. Uh-huh. So the next morning he wakes up and he comes in there and he looks up and he goes, mom. You forgot. And I was like, I forgot what? And he was like, the tooth fairy didn't come. And I was like, I don't have anything to do with that. And he's like, why didn't the tooth fairy come? And I said, probably because last night you said you didn't believe in her. So she doesn't come to people who don't believe. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Safe. Yes, totally safe. That's awesome. So does he believe in her now? Um, he says he does. He says he does. (laughs) At least he gets some money out of it. (laughs) Right. Okay, so I did want to also say... um, and if you guys think of funny mom fail stories while you're listening to our stories or these these shared stories, 
email them to me, find me on social media, and message them to me because if if we get enough feedback, I will we'll do another episode because these are that's like chicken soup for the soul for the mom, you know, like you're doing good, mom. Yes. We all fail. And she'll call us because she doesn't call us for the theological talk. Like that, she calls us for the, for the mom, mom fails. <laughs> so we can definitely help other okay, girls feel yeah. better. You just, you just volunteered yourself for hearing from God when it's hard. Part two. There we go. Just to be clear, that was Danielle's comment, not Robin. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Robin's got a good one for us. Okay, so Christy um, brought a cake to her son's school. I was there for that. My son was in his class. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, and, Christy, you were um, no longer She brought honest. him a cake to wish him a happy sixth birthday, and the cake was wonderful, except that it was his fifth birthday, <laughs> and the teacher, I believe, was the one that kind of kindly asked her, isn't it his fifth birthday? <laughs> It was so funny. Everybody was laughing about it all day long. <laughs> it's oh, great. That's so great. I hey, you know what? Her. When you work all day and you got a hundred kids, it feels like we forget things like that. <laughs> um, okay, so I have one from Heidi. She said, "Kid number one had a pair of sparkly pink slip-on Converse that she wore with everything, and then lost one." Fast forward after number two is born, I find another pair at a thrift store and buy them. Fast forward again, and I'm pulling out hand-me-downs and find the solo shoe. It's magically the same size as the pair that I got at the thrift store. So I think to myself, hmm, I'm going to keep this extra shoe in case we lose one again. Fast forward, we're headed to Michigan for Christmas, and kid number two wears her pink sparkly Converse. We're all sharing a suitcase on the flight, so we each only pack one pair of shoes. Oh, no. We're in the airport, and I keep looking at number two's feet, and tell her to switch her shoes. She always has them on the wrong feet. After about two days of me telling her that her shoes are on the wrong feet and getting frustrated, (laughs) that she never seems to get it right, I realize she has two left shoes. (laughs) We're in another state for a week with two left shoes. I guess I should have put the extra shoe away somewhere. It's at the top of her closet now. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so this was a mom fail, speaking of shoes. When Benjamin, my third one, was getting baptized, we had just moved back into this house, right? And so we were literally like kind of all over the place. His baptism had gotten rescheduled once already because of the hurricane. And so I was like, Stephen, I was like, let's just reschedule because we, we have boxes everywhere. If anything goes wrong in the morning and I'm late to church, I miss his baptism. And he was like, no, 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 it'll be fine. You see where this is going? <laughs> so the next morning he takes Ben to church early and Levi, we're like literally on time to leave for church. And Levi's like, mom, I can't find my shoe. I can't find my shoe. I can't find my shoe. I'm like flipping out. So I was like, great. We'll just race by Burlington, get you some shoes super fast. I get to the church. I'm running. I hear music. And so I'm like, okay, it's baptism time. So I'm running up to the baptismal, and I walk around the corner right as Benjamin is coming out of the baptismal tub. No. I turned around, and I was like, what? And they're like, he just got baptized. I burst into tears, turned around, and (laughs) ran back downstairs. I was like, stupid shoe messed up. And so Ben even still, he's like, Mom, maybe I can get re-baptized so you can be there for it. That's precious. Well, I was sick at a New Year's Eve um, church service that was at my French church, but I let 
Um, but Mo and the and Deuce decided to go, and they did baptisms. And Deuce got a spur of the moment. I'm gonna get baptized, oh, and gosh. I was homesick. No, and I had to see the pictures of it. I totally cried. Oh, you <laughs> like both? Then we can he just. Was like, why are you crying? I was like, I'm crying because I missed it, and I'm crying because I'm happy for you. Oh my god! <laughs> All the tears. Yes, yeah, I'm thankful. That, I'm thankful Benjamin's got videotaped, so at least I got to watch it that way. But he remembered. So, wow. okay. Did you have any stories? <laughs> I was reading some stories last night, and I came across this one that cracked me up because it's it's so been me more more than once. This mom took a picture of her baby um, that had a little orange nose, and you would have thought maybe they tried carrots or sweet potatoes or something like that. And she goes, no, um, the result of when you share your spray tan with your baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and that has been me more than once. Really? <laughs> Because you're kissing yes. on them and your tan rubs off. <laughs> well, yes. She was actually breastfeeding, and that's where mine got. Oh! That's where mine got most of their their first that's spray tan. That's so hilarious. I love it. Uh, we so now every time I see a baby with an orange nose, I'm gonna like look at mom. Is she tan? You're not gonna look at them the same. But we got me and my sisters-in-law. We got um, a spray tan machine. Um, Right before I was due with my oldest. Mm-hmm. And so we were playing around with it and figuring it all out and everything. And, you know, we walked around orange for about six months. Um, so that was fun. But I discovered a new addiction and couldn't go without a spray tan anymore. Right. So all of my children who I have nursed beyond a year have spent the first year of their lives with orange noses. with a spray tan face <laughs> or half <laughs> half a spray tan face <laughs> or half because you're only nursing on one side that is hilarious oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's awesome that. okay so i have one from angela this is actually a high school friend of mine she said her son wyatt's preschool teacher said, Wyatt, you did a great job getting dressed by yourself. And Wyatt said, I didn't dress myself. And the teacher says, who helped you get dressed? And Wyatt says, my mom. Mom fail. I dressed my kid in the morning and sent him to school with his pants on backwards. Didn't even notice when I dropped him off. (laughs) Pretty sure I've done that. Okay, so she sent another one. And she said, for the last six years, I've worked at an amazing charter school. Paradise has an on-campus daycare. My youngest has been at the daycare since he was eight weeks old. My role on this campus is similar to an assistant principal. I provide professional development for teachers, assist with student discipline, meet with parents, and support the principal. One day, I was completing a formal observation in a third grade classroom. As I began scripting classroom observations, my phone indicated a message from one of my teachers. The teacher wrote, I was making up cots for nap time. Do these belong to you? Any mom knows that the crib sheets that are used for daycare cots can sometimes hide articles of clothing. I have found the boy's socks hidden in the corner of these crib sheets before. Well, today was the day my article of clothing was hidden away in the corner of a fitted sheet. Yes, Miss Kyla, the lacy brown thong belongs to me. (laughs) My face immediately turned red in the middle of observation because my thong was now on my son's desk. After teacher observation, I walked across campus and came face to face with my colleague, my son's teacher, and I could only giggle and remind myself to always check the corner of fitted sheets. (laughs) So I have one um, that Jennifer shared. And I think it was more of a mom fell on her for her mom's part <laughs> with her than it was anything. She said, 
I was around five when one night I fell into the toilet oh, because my dad had forgotten <laughs> to put the seat down. I screamed in horror <laughs> that toilet water was all over my skin and clothes and commanded that I be given a bath right then and there. I didn't really care that it was the middle of the night or that my poor mother was exhausted. No way was I going back to sleep with toilet water on my skin. My mom reassured me by informing me that the water in the toilet was the exact same water that ran from the bathroom faucet. That calmed me, and from that point on, I was liberated from waiting for waiting for the bathroom sink in the morning when I needed to brush my teeth. <laughs> I now had my own personal water source for rinsing my toothbrush. It was at least two months later oh, that my mother walked in and saw me rinsing my toothbrush out in the toilet. <laughs> what are you doing? She asked, horrified. Mama, you said it was the same sink water, so I'm using it to clean my toothbrush. Oh. See? Oh my gosh! That's the sturdiest immune system ever, (laughs) right? (laughs) That is terrible. Look, I have one from Diana. She says, "My daughter just turned three, and she started a stage where everything is what's that? Even people." We got into a little war one day with the trash can. She kept asking what it was, and I told her if she asked again, I would throw her in it. She then proceeded to say, no, no, trash can. Okay. Then a few minutes later, I heard her giggle from the kitchen. When I came to see what she was doing, she was trying to throw herself away because I told her to. My fail. (laughs) So Mindy says, when your three-year-old pastor kid not only preaches, sorry, not only flashes the congregation Every Sunday from the front row, but then also takes advantage during worship when everyone's eyes are closed and crawls under the chairs, digs in everyone's purse at three years old, okay, and fills her diaper full of money, keys, and lipstick. It was a weekly occurrence to see what we would get out of her diaper after church and disinfect. Oh, my <laughs> Or gosh. she had another one. She said, or the day that we were voted in as senior pastors, my three-year-old was nowhere to be found. You know the, I thought you had her. I thought you had her thing. <laughs> Only to have an elder bring her and let you know that she was in the men's restroom talking to the men at the urinal. <laughs> she said, if I hadn't beat her every day, she would be the Unabomber. <laughs> And you know what? I know her daughter, and her daughter's the sweetest thing yeah, ever. I'm just like way. dying over the life with three year olds. It's so funny. This was one every mom is tired when she's pregnant. I yes. mean, that, that is just a given. And this particular day was no different. Um, I had to have my afternoon nap, but I guess I didn't realize what time I was taking my afternoon nap. Mm-hmm. And I wake up to my phone ringing, um, asking if I'm okay and if anything has happened. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just tired. Well, we have your your son in the classroom. Um, it's 30 minutes past pickup time. <laughs> and we're wondering if you or your husband is going to come get him. <laughs> He's two, y'all. He's not even two. Not even two. Because he was 22 months when she was born. Aww. So... Needless to say, I was a little exhausted that day. You can blame that on pregnancy brain, I'm sure. I'm sure I can, but can I still do it? <laughs> no, <I can. laughs> not anymore. Yeah, when the baby's almost two. <laughs> I'll tell you something to make you feel better, though, because Mary said, I forgot to pick my daughter up at Girl Scout camp. I'm not talking about day camp. I'm talking about she had been gone a week 
camp and she is 200 miles away at oh. camp. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my That's gosh. terrible. Okay, that does make me feel better. <laughs> I told her, I bet that was a long drive. She said, oh, yes, it was. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I wonder how late she was picking her up. I mean, think 200 miles. That had to be like four hours, right? At least. So Jess has a couple simple ones here. She said, we rolled up to church one day and we're walking into the service and the pastor is setting up a sign and says to Blaze, her son, Hey, buddy, I love your shoes. I look over to see Blaze wearing two left shoes, one tennis shoe, and one flip-flop. <laughs> Another occasion heading into the grocery store, it's a warm summer day, and Shaw gets out of the van with furry pink snow boots that are three sizes too big. Too big. <laughs> Clearly, I never verify my children's shoe wear. <laughs> uh, does that really count... As a mom fail, because I feel like the last year and a half, I have not cared what is on my kids' feet. <laughs> or I haven't. even have anything on their feet. Or, no, my kids are barefoot most of the time. And our winters are so mild down here, I don't even care. I know. <laughs> because I'm so tired of chasing shoes. Because yep. it's either we're going at the door and someone can't find their shoes, or someone is pooping their pants. Yes. I have one friend that so. she keeps extra shoes in the car. I did. I started doing that too. At least flip flops. I was like, I'm just gonna keep flip flops, yes. even if right. it's winter and you're cold. I'm sorry. Tell your toes. I'm sorry. You should have remembered your shoes. <laughs> we we showed up at church one time, and literally it was a 20 minute drive back then. We were late for church. We show up, and my son from the back seat. Oh, I forgot my shoes. And I was like, you know what? You're going into kids' church barefoot today. <laughs> and so I go in there. I was like, hey, guys, please don't judge me. It's my kid's fault. <laughs> yes. I'm going into kids' church. I was like. Yes. I feel, I feel like my older. I'm sorry. I feel like my older two are old enough that now I can. I can say it was their choice. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't judge me as a mom. Yep. Now, the baby, <laughs> I have to constantly say I'm tired of chasing his shoes because mm-hmm. he just throws them off. And that's why he doesn't have shoes on. Yeah. But I have I have gotten some looks. Yep. And <laughs> at this point, I'm just like, you know what? You're not the one chasing the shoes. Yep. <laughs> so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> well, yesterday we had um, drive-through pre-K graduation for my youngest. Yes. Um, so it was just kind of like, hey, get in the car, you know, because we're just, it's like a little mini drive-through parade. Uh-huh. Except when we got ready to drive-through, they had this big congratulations thing, and the kids got out one by one and stood in front and took pictures. Aww. So my great five-year-old is standing there. <laughs> And completely mismatched shorts from the shirt because we weren't getting out barefooted for his photo. That is the best. I love it. Hashtag Corona fails. Right. (laughs) Yep. That's awesome. Okay, so here's another one. In the parking lot of Goodwill one day, all the kids are loading up, and there's a large piece of blue bubble gum on the ground right by the door. Oh, no. I tell them to be careful not to step in it. We all get in the van and drive away. A few minutes down the road, I notice that Shaw is chewing some gum, so I question where he got it. He says, oh, it's that piece you said not to step on. Oh, my God. I told him that was disgusting and to get it out of his mouth. He calmly assured me he had picked the chunks of dirt off before I opened his mouth. Oh, that's the best. That's boy mom life right there. That is so boy mom. I don't know. My girl is just as bad. (laughs) No, because my youngest would eat anything. Like, we were at McDonald's, and I went to go fill the drinks, and they had gotten burgers and stuff, and I turned around and got back. And he was sitting in the booth, and he was eating a chicken nugget. And I'm like, where'd you get chicken nuggets? He was like, it was already under the table. Oh, God. (laughs) Kids are gross, y'all. Oh, my gosh. I can think of, like, this one time when I was using 
have you guys ever used slang phrases with your kids that they just they don't know what to do with it because they don't understand it yet? <laughs> right. So back when that phrase "I will cut you" was running around, <laughs> oh, yeah. Angela Johnson. <laughs> By the way, episode number eight, I interviewed her husband. So go listen to that one when you're done with this. But anyways, <laughs> so that was flying around. So when the kids would get really rambunctious and difficult and difficult, I would be like, "You better knock that off, or I will cut you." <laughs> and finally, Benjamin, I think burst into tears one day and I was like what and he was like you're gonna murder me he was so scared I was like buddy it's just a funny phrase so I explained it and then I stopped using it all together I was like I wonder if other moms have heard me say this and they're probably like about to call CPS on me but that is so my oldest though because he's so literal that uh-huh. anything that's said I mean he had a piece of cake in front of me one time and a friend said but he just dump it down your just dump it down your throat and he tried to dump it <laughs> on his glass. Like, You're like, that's just a phrase. Right. <laughs> I have another one Go from Val. It said, So one time I was driving back home at night. I see these red and blue lights in my rear view mirror and I hear sirens and I'm like, oh no, I'm getting pulled over. So I pull over and I look in my side mirrors, but I see no cop. I'm like, what in the world? So then I turn to the back and look at my boys. They're kicking their shoes, which one lights up blue and the other red, while the other one is pressing the sirens nonstop on the police car. Oh, my goodness. I had a heart attack. Oh, my God. That's pretty funny. That is so funny. So there was this one moment. I, I always think of this when I think of my mom fails. I was sitting with one of my college students that we were mentoring during the time. And we're sitting on the couch talking about kids, you know, and talking about just life, whatever. Deep, interesting conversation. So my oldest is like, I think two years old at this point. I'm probably pregnant. So that's your first clue. I'm not all with it. So he comes down. He's just wandering around downstairs. He takes a couch pillow and he straight up whacks me across the head in the middle of conversation. And I like, I'm so shocked. I stay calm and I look at her and I said, one moment. And I turn around and I just very calmly reach over while I'm still kind of talking, grab a couch pillow, and turn around and whack him with it. And he goes flying across the room. That's even better. And then I was like, oh shoot, that was harder than I meant. You know, and she's like dying laughing. And I turn around and I go, you know, that might not have been a good time to take notes on how to parent. Total parenting failed, but he has never hit me with a pillow since then. Like, oh my gosh. Totally oh my God. Yes. I will but, I will pay you back. Yeah. But he did not hurt himself for anyone who's traumatized over that story. He did not hurt himself. But he did learn. We did have a little talk. I was like, so did you like that? <laughs> we no, did have a little Don't talk. do that to me. Oh my gosh. That's funny. I do not endorse that style of parenting. Pregnancy got the best of me. So, um, I have one from one of my spiritual mamas, uh-huh. uh, Jada. She said, so I procrastinated getting the boys' haircuts before school started, and their hair was too long for the dress code at the Christian school that they attended. So, I bought hair clippers and thought I would just do it myself. Oh, no. So, I started with my oldest, Michael, and I started in the back of his head because I really only wanted to trim up the sides until they saw the barber. Um, yeah. COVID-19 haircuts? They don't have nothing on me. <laughs> the first swipe was straight up the back. Oh, no. Without the guard on. <gasps> That's gosh. right. Straight oh, to the scalp. Oh, now I have to cut off all of his hair using the oh. number one, which is the shortest guard. Yeah. By the time I was through, Michael looked. <laughs> she put, looked like an eight, like an HC. 
You know what that is? I don't know what that is. (laughs) I can't spell that, she said. I'm not real sure. She said, he was sure a great sport about it. And, of course, he was was still adorable. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) Home haircuts scare me. I know. Girl, I cut all my kids' hair. And this last time, wow, I have more mom fails than I realized. This is inspiring. (laughs) This last uh, COVID-19 haircuts, I've been cutting their hair literally for years. So, to me, it's like, I should charge for this, you know? (laughs) So, my... Son, who's turning just turned 12 today or yesterday, he I give him this haircut. He's like, Mom, I just want to trim because they all have long hair, you know, but it's all in his face. So I'm like, Okay, mm-hmm. I'll just do a trim. But he has so much hair that do I literally do a trim. He goes straight in the bathroom, he bursts into tears, shut the door, and would not talk to me. And he oh. wore beanies and hats for the next week. And I was like, Levi, your hair doesn't look that bad. He was like, It's Terrible. Oh, I was like, oh, buddy. I guess I'm a little out of practice. But so sorry. He looks fine now. This one is from Crystal. She said, "The time I had five kids, one in a stroller, and one was super slow at everything he did. <laughs> Meaning he held up the pack, ate really slow, walked slow, and brought up the rear. <laughs> I have all the kids at the downtown library, which is technically three levels." The second and top level only being eight or so steps apart in height. But having a stroller, I was using the elevator. So my slow poke was straggling. My oldest pushes the button and the elevator opens and she gets on with the stroller. So I'm trying to get the straggler to get on the elevator, but the door closes. I start to panic and try to get down the steps. Picking up one kid to catch the elevator doors closing again on the next floor. But one kid is confused and just stays on the top floor. Mind you, I'm trying to paint it quietly because it is a library. (laughs) Because it is a library. The librarian on the main second floor sees what's going on and comes and stands at the door. The kids wrote it down to the bottom level, then back up to the top level, and then to the middle. I collected them, left the books, and didn't return for over a year. Oh, my God. That's traumatizing. That is traumatizing. You have five kids, you're so outnumbered. Yes. Very out. Like, even your limbs are outnumbered. Like, you can't even use that. Right. All you got is a mouth. <laughs> Harry, get out of here. Right. And you can't use that in the library. <laughs> oh, Crystal, we feel you, girl. We right. feel you. Oh, goodness. I have one from uh, Joe's Mary. <laughs> she said, I have one that I don't think would embarrass my kids. <laughs> she said this one. She said, so growing up, um, my mom would every now and then joke that she was changing her name so that we couldn't say mom anymore. You know those days. I think that's every day in my house. Mom, 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 mom. About three or four months ago, my four-year-old daughter was having a mom, mom, mom day. Finally, I was just over it. I was tired and I wanted quiet. My daughter said mom and I said, nope, my name is not mom anymore. It's Stephanie. My name is Stephanie. I don't want to hear mom one more time. My daughter looked at me, then looked off slightly, as if in thought. She then commenced to calling me Stephanie for the remainder of the afternoon. (laughs) To this day, she still will randomly call me Stephanie, sometimes even for a few hours at a time. So I just go ahead and answer as if it's nothing weird. (laughs) That's the best. Okay, you had one that was funny over here. What was it? Uh, yes. So, you know when toddlers get quiet, it's usually not a good thing. Yeah. They're not <laughs> They are not asleep. <laughs> I can guarantee yeah. you. Um, so I go track them down and I start seeing this is in our old house. Um, our hallway kind of made like a L shape or a Z shape from the living room. 
And so I'm walking down the hall, and about halfway down, there's little white footprints. Oh, gosh. And I was like, hmm, all right, this isn't good. So I keep walking, and they get heavier. Oh, no. You know, you can start (laughs) seeing more and more. And I was like, oh, gosh. I opened my bedroom door. Mind you, it was a pocket door. So how a toddler figured out how to use a pocket door, I have no idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I walk in my bedroom, baby powder everywhere. Uh-huh. All over uh-huh. my bed, all over the chest of drawers, uh-huh. the floor. <laughs> Thank goodness we had hard floors. Yeah. Um, so it was just a little bit in the rug and then, you know, what I couldn't sweep up or vacuum, I just kind of swiffered. But it was still, I mean, it still took time uh-huh. to clean up. Such a mess. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. And the pictures, when they pop up on my memories, my memories or whatever, <laughs> still crack me up to this day. It just was not funny in the moment. Yes. You always have to take pictures. <clears throat> like, always. Yes. And I'm, I need to get better about it. I've stopped, and, and now I'm forgetting so many funny things. Mm-hmm. But uh, flash forward a few years. We just moved into our new house um, a few months ago. And... Um, we decided to go ahead and put carpet in all the bedrooms. Oh, no. Because we wanted, you know, some quieter softer anyway so kids and carpet I'm sure you can see where this is going um I go in the boys bedroom and the I think he was 18 months at the time (laughs) climbed on top of the toy test toy chest to get on top of the dresser slash changing table and found the full bottle of baby powder <laughs> full bottle and not not one of the little ones one of the big H-E-B value size know, yes, like <laughs> mega bottles of baby powder and it seriously coated the entire room Aww. they have navy they have navy blue curtains oh gosh that are no longer navy blue well they are now because I washed them <laughs> but the dresser and the toy chest were completely white on the top It's all in the carpet. I'm still vacuuming it up. And then I go to put him down for his nap later that afternoon. There's a coating of baby powder on his crib. Oh, god! Like, you can take your finger and and draw in it. Like, like, how did you even do this? (laughs) Seriously. And it happens. It happens in five minutes, y'all. Yes, it does. Five minutes. So. They are so fast. And everything except cleaning their rooms. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Destroy the room five seconds. Clean the room five years. Oh, Oh, yeah. I know. I did. When we had moved into one of our last, one of our, our, our last house, my oldest was two and I was pregnant literally within moments of having my second and <laughs> I wake up because I hear his little tiny footprints around we had just moved into the house so we still have boxes everywhere and we have the babies at home so we're kind mm-hmm. of I think literally I was within four days of having the next one so I'm like a whale boxes everywhere <laughs> like she's ever been right <laughs> whatever <laughs> no I was a legit whale and so he literally came downstairs with baby powder and I hear his little feet prints and I was, like, so exhausted from moving and being pregnant. I was like, you know, it's probably fine. There's nothing he can hurt out there. <laughs> so I finally, I hear him for a while. And so I go out there. And sure enough, there's these feet. The whole living room is covered in baby powder. <sighs> and his little footprints are everywhere. And I just I just look at it. And I was like, I don't even have a grid for how to clean this. <laughs> so I just went back in. And I looked at my husband. I said, 
I'm not touching it. Your, <laughs> your son destroyed the living room, and I'm not touching it. He is your son. I in love that. Yeah, yeah, I love whenever they do something bad. It's your side. Your but when it's something yeah. good, it's like my child. Yeah, <laughs> no, he does that to me too. He's like, "That's your kid." I'm like, "Whatever." Yeah. <laughs> Probably true, but whatever. Right. <laughs> no, another time I went upstairs, and I think it was Benjamin, my third. And, you know, when they wake up from a nap, but they're happy, you're like, oh, we'll let them play in the crib a little while, right? <laughs> Am I the only mom that does this? Nope. So I go upstairs. He'd, he'd been playing his crib 30 minutes or whatever. I'm like, all right, I should probably get him up. So I go up there. Oh, no, he was not in his crib. He was probably 18 months old, had climbed out of his crib and managed to get on the changing table somehow. And he's sitting there with an open jar of Vaseline. That oh. is an inch thick on his head. His hands are full of it. His body is covered. And then I walk in, and he looks at me, and he just holds his hand out full of Vaseline. Like, he's so proud of himself. I Come washed, join the fun. I literally had greasy hair for, like, two weeks trying to just shampoo it out. I think I washed I'm his hair a hundred times. Vaseline, way worse than baby powder. It is. It is baby powder at least vacuums easily. Yes. But. Yes. Vaseline, not so much. Yeah. Nope. I, um, my oldest, he used to go to a daycare that it just happened that in the area we had several, um, several of the judges, their kids went there and, you know, uh-huh. attorneys and stuff. So, um, people that everybody seemed to know <laughs> went there <laughs> and I, I had gotten him out of the car and I put him on the sidewalk because it had like a drive through thing where you could drop him off uh-huh. so it was safe I just put him right there then I turned around and I was gathering his things to bring him in and I hear like somebody behind me giggling and then I hear this it's little girl um like whispering something to her mom and her mom goes don't just don't look just don't look and I turn around and all I see is this shiny two-year-old Heine <laughs> pink oh, on like I mean we're literally like 15 feet from the front door <laughs> that is such a boy of thing everybody oh my gosh that's hilarious <laughs> okay so you know talking about these stories does help bring up other memories so, my son, my last one, I have four boys, so I have all the stories, <laughs> apparently. They just give you the best. Right. So, my last son, he was about two years old, maybe three, and in our neighborhood, it was like two cul-de-sacs. We were a corner house, and there was like two cul-de-sacs both directions, and so, you know, the boys would play outside all the time. Not him so much, but sometimes he'd wander outside, and I'd have to go find him. So, it was one of those days, he wandered outside, had to go find him. Okay, twice, actually. So this time I go out and I'm lo- walking down the sidewalk because I see him down in the cul-de-sac. So I'm walking down and as I'm walking, I see this little pile of poop that looks like, I was like, that doesn't look like dog poop. That looks like human poop. And so I'm like, crap. So as I keep walking, I notice my son does literally. not have pants on. Yeah, literally. <laughs> my son doesn't have pants on. So I'm like, literally, he's parading in front of the whole neighborhood, half naked. And and so I, I was like, Shallow, baby, what did you do? And he was like, oh. And I was like, baby, did you poop on the sidewalk? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, buddy, you can't poop on the sidewalk. He goes, well, I prayed and God told me I could poop on the sidewalk. I was like, oh, no. And so, How do you argue with right? that? I know, exactly. I was like, buddy, only dogs poop on sidewalks. So then, like, a few days later, on the other side of the street, there's, like, these, like, stone um, neighborhood signs that say the name of the neighborhood, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he had climbed up onto, it was, like, five feet in the air, climbed up onto this big pillar pulled down his pants, squatted off the edge of it, and pooped <laughs> into the greenery behind the sign. 
thing. I was like, my kid is a serial pooper. Like, <laughs> the whole neighborhood has met his butt and his poops. I'm like, this is not okay. I was so afraid they were going to call CPS on me. This one um, also was from Jada, and she said, after my youngest was born, shopping was a bit more challenging. Now I have three, and getting through a store like Walmart can feel like you're at the circus. Yeah. While leaving Walmart one day with all three in tow, um, her daughter was in the buggy, so mm-hmm. she was contained. Michael, which is her <laughs> oldest, she said, who is a high Godzilla fan even to this day, was in his little <laughs> imagination zone and was shooting down planes and breathing fire. He had his little arms up close to his body so that so that they were a little like Godzilla. <laughs> I was okay with that because he was progressing through the parking lot towards the car. Madison, <laughs> however, the youngest son, well, that's a different story. Uh-oh. Maddie is walking a few steps behind me, and suddenly I hear these teen girls giggling and laughing, and they're pointing behind me. My thought, what is that boy doing? <laughs> I turned around and watched my son take a few steps, pull his pants down, and moon the teens. Oh, gosh. I thought, what? <laughs> So then he takes a couple of more steps, pulls them down again, and moons them again. By this time, the teens are rolling. I looked at Maddie, and I'm sure that I said it calmly. Not not Madison, pull up your pants and put your hands on the bottom. Now, now Madison, pull up your pants and put your hands on the buggy. Of course, Michael is still shooting down planes and blowing fire. So I had to tell Michael, will you please land on Earth long enough to get us to this car? (laughs) She said, honestly, it was the funniest thing I have ever seen. Can you imagine what the people on the sidewalk must have been thinking? (laughs) Well, there go the camps. There go the camps. That's so good. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Okay, so hearing all these stories makes me super excited because I'm like, okay, so moral of the story, the lessons we want to learn from this is, I don't know, there's really no lessons except we're all in this together and we all have, we all will walk away with stories. But you're going to get a good laugh. And you are going to get a good laugh. And take the picture. Take the picture. When it's a disaster, take the picture. I think it's good too because I think so many times, especially with social media and things, we see all these snapshots of these mom things and we see the best. You know, we these aren't always the things Mm -hmm. that people put out. You know, sometimes they are because they're fun they're funny. Of course there's some mom fails that aren't so funny. Yeah. You know, so I think it's good to hear that, hey, it's not you know, everybody doesn't have this picture perfect (laughs) mom thing, you know, we can all be good yes. moms and still have our mom fails. So true. So I think it's good to hear, you know, just the transparency uh-huh. mm-hmm. and humor all at the same time. I agree because mm-hmm. it's like we're all literally in the same boat. Right. Raising <laughs> tiny humans is so hard. It they is so hard. Their brains are not developed. <laughs> so right. yeah. Okay. So, but it does make me excited. If any of you guys have feedback or stories that this triggered, please, 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 like send them to me on social media on Facebook. It's Java Witchin Podcast. On Instagram, it's Java with Jen, and I will totally do a second episode of Mom Fails if you guys send me stuff. <laughs> Otherwise, I also have two more hashtag episodes planned. One is hashtag Mom Hacks and hashtag Mom Wins, and so I need stories for those too. Okay, so don't go anywhere because we are at your favorite part of the episode, which is Life Hacks with Jen, and these ladies have some awesome hacks in store for you. <laughs> All right, so Robin, I know you've got a great life hack for us. Go ahead and share it with the ladies. 
So one of the things that I've started doing um, for the boys, which I should probably be more active at, <laughs> is um, creating their own email address uh-huh. for them. And um, I can have one for each one of them. And then anything that they do that maybe it's a funny story or it could be pictures or anything like that, then I can email it to them. And then whenever they get older... Um, then I want to give them that email address with a password and then they can go through and they can read all these stories and see pictures and different things from their childhood events just kind of like a um, like a baby book like a, yeah kind of like a digital baby book that goes throughout their um, childhood years I love that that's such a great idea and you had another one that was also really I do so to keep the boys from um, arguing over who's going to watch what and also from keeping me from having to go into their room 500 times to change the channel (laughs) we um alternate days now one day will be one son's um day to pick what they watch on tv and the next day will be the other son so the entire day they get to pick what's on their tv in their room especially it's more effective really at bedtime you know um so then there's no more arguing and they know hey today is my day hey today is his day and it just has simplified and cut out a lot of the arguing over That's that. awesome. That's such a great idea. We that do is. something like that with the mail because they would always fight over the mail or who gets to sit in the front seat or whatever. So anything mm. where there's a lot of like, I'm me, 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 me. We just have like Monday is Judah, Tuesday is Levi, Wednesday is Ben, and then Friday is mom's choice. Right. <laughs> so That's awesome. What's then, your you, life hack? then you find out who is mom's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then mom gets to call all the shots. Whoever is the most well-behaved that day is mom's favorite. Whoever is the quietest and takes a nap. (laughs) Okay, so you had a great idea. What was Um, your life hack? Well, one thing that... It's a chore I actually don't mind doing. I just don't make time for it because who has time to iron? Um, And little shirts are the worst at getting wrinkled and everything. And we have been on the verge or already late to church more than once so I'll just take my hair straightener and straighten out the collars and sometimes the sleeves of my little men's shirts and even my big man sometimes I did that one one time to his button-up shirt and it blew his mind so (laughs) that was that was kind of a fun mom win day do you do it when they're wearing the shirt or not wearing the shirt uh I've done both and it's safer to do it when they don't have it on especially My oldest is the worst. He's like, no, you're going to burn me. And so he jerks and moves. And I'm like, if you would just be still and trust me, it would be okay. I know I could do a whole thing on that. Um, so yeah, straightening, flat ironing the, um, the creases and the yeah. shirts. Yeah. That's such a smart idea. Mom hack win. Okay, so my suggestion is when you're taking pictures of all these mom fails, (laughs) a.k.a. mom moments, as Danielle was like, I like mom moments better. Um, Then for those memories, apparently if you go, if you want to create like photo books and photo albums, like I've thought of like making like family yearbooks or whatever for the year. If you go on Groupon, Groupon constantly has photo products from different companies that are like super duper cheap. So at Christmas time, I'll usually buy a whole bunch of $5 photo books and then I can give those away as gifts to either the kids or to my parents or whatever. So when you're collecting all these photos from all these special moments with your kids, go on Groupon and then you can figure out a way to make your own photo book. And I think um, chat books 
two. Chat books is a good one. I think it puts it together for you. Yeah, because it pulls from, like, your social media, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Shutterfly. Shutterfly can um, pick from your memories. Like, if you upload to their website, Mm -hmm. um, they'll kind of, I don't want to say scramble, but just kind of. Put it together. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Shutterfly, I see them on Groupon a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So Groupon is your place to save some money. Your hair straightening iron is going to save you some wrinkles. (laughs) And we'd already forgot yours. Switching the days. Switching the days. Yeah. That will save your sanity. sanity. (laughs) Exactly. So, all right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in so much. And, again, with all these life hacks out there, um, you got a triple dose today. So let us know if you have any life hacks and send me a message and we'll create an episode purely of life hacks. All these moms, we're going to save everybody's sanity one hack at a time. Thank you, ladies, for coming. Thank you. Bring for having us. Yes. <laughs> so fun. So much fun. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Be sure to share the episode because all those moms out there, we all need to be encouraged with each other's humanity and the fact that we are all slaying even when it doesn't feel like it. Catch you guys <laughs> next time. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. For those of you who've rated or shared this podcast on social media, thank you. Reading your comments and reviews always means so much to me. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say hey. It's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Thank you to each of you for your ongoing support. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Until next time, remember, you've got this and God's got you.